WRTR Real Talk Radio. Featured guest DJs. Original shows. The hottest DJs from around the world. So Tigger Man has this harness that he's um he's displaying. And we're a little confused. We were gonna start the show. I had this whole thing about welcome to 2024, but there's this harness. And where are we going? <laughs> Not you putting it on. <laughs> What is that? It's the chest harness. For what? Okay, so you're going to... What's the name of this convention? Mid-Atlantic Leather. Oh, okay. So, all right. Explain to me this leather community, because I don't understand. Like you oh, took people me. that's into wearing leather, you know, the whole bondage, the SM thingy and all that stuff. The whip it, the whip whip and all that. Whips you and sound muffled. Excite you. you sound muffled and I get it because you putting on a leather harness. Okay, so are they supposed to like suspend you in the air and people supposed to spin you around and everybody get a taste of that ass? Like what happens? <laughs> you know what? This conversation is over. I would know. You took me to one of those events one time and all I could oh, you think. Know. No, no, no. All I could think the whole time, first off, it was cold as I don't know what because again, it was, it was January. So you put on that harness. Well, you put on another harness. You put on one in the car and you said, let me put something on over it. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. But then we get to the place and there's a line wrapped around the building. The whole time that there's this line, I'm sitting there looking. There's people with their entire ass out. That couldn't have been good for weather. <laughs> um, and then I'm wondering, like, you know, they're sitting on the seats in this hotel. And I'm like, who's going to clean this up after? It's just a lot that happens. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. It's no, just, I don't yeah. like stuff like that. You got you your know. whole ass out. Don't be sitting on public places. Whole ass and assholes. So I'm thinking the whole time that we were there, I hope nobody drops a quarter. Because, I mean, if they do, uh-huh. you're going to see nothing but booty hole. It, it's, it's ooh. Okay. Anyway, 2024 is here, and so are we. Welcome to a new week here and a new year on WRTR Real Talk Radio. My name is Marcus Smoot. My name is Miss Laird Bravado. And this your boy, Tigger Man. All right. So what mood are we feeling? I figure we can start off with the mood, a moment of self-reflection. For me, the show is like very therapeutic. So, you know, you can pour into others. But you can only do so after you pour into yourself. So, mood today, Miss Lyric, what are we feeling like? I'm in a, mm, I'm kind of in between a chill and a spicy mood. A little bit spicy. Yeah. A chill and a spicy mood. Yes, meaning I'm a chill. But if you take me there, it's going to get real spicy for that ass. Well, it's going to get real spicy. Mm. Edges, drag. Uh-uh, not edgy. And snack. Not edgy. And snack. There you go. Not edgy. Chicken man, what mood you feeling, leathery? I'm in a wonderful yeah. mood. I bet you are. I'm in a very wonderful mood. Those nips should be very proud of this convention, support by people, and have fun. You know. Yeah. Uh, my mood's all over the place. I am good, but you know what? I do not have any narcotics in my system no cannabis no liquor only because like today it's like i have a lot of stuff that i want to drill down on so i have my notes app up 
And a lot mm-hmm. of times I'll be squinting and shit. You know, when the edible hits, you'd be like, mm-hmm. what the fuck does that say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that. Anyways, let's Darn kick shit. this off. What did you learn, Black, this week? Uh, we'll start with Miss Lyric. Y'all gonna have to stop starting start with, with me. Okay. Yeah. Start with Tigger Man. What'd you learn, Tigger Man? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no. Let me clear my throat. There's a mute button for a reason. Bro. I, there is, but mm. our, our, our listeners gotta hear all that. No, they don't. Yeah, they, they already do. gonna see you next. <laughs> okay. okay. So, <clears throat> I'm, this I'm isn't like a... An achievement by a, a, a black person, but this is something that I think is um, really good to hear or whatever. But anyway, there's a North Carolina man who was wrongly imprisoned 44 years ago in a rape case, just received a settlement of $25 million back in. Um, 1976, he was um, charged with like the charge of rape, raping a 54 year old white woman. Jesus. Now, they collected all the evidence, the semen, and all that stuff. It didn't match him, it did not match him at all. But he still was, uh, um, they he still was charged for it. Okay. And was in prison for 24 years. Jesus. Now, finally, after the 44 years, they so-called realized that he <laughs> did not rape this woman. So his his lawyers, um, teams, lawyers, and they um they, they sued um the bureau, and they are received he's receiving 25 million dollars. As he should. Pay my money. Because that just is what it is. Wow. And the crazy thing about that was they were only going to give him $750,000. And he was like, no. I want more. I spent 44 years of my life in jail for something I did too. And here's the thing. You're never going to get that time back. Ever. In life. You are like, that's your life. 44 years. And you were wrongly accused by a, a white woman. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So he getting twenty two million from the city, and then three million from the bureau. Hmm. Wow. Yep. Uh, Miss Lyric, what you got? I don't got nothing positive. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the only thing I got, I got is Black Twitter is undefeated in any and everything yes that's what i learned black today because when i tell you the memes that i saw this week were funny as hell and really lifted my spirits because i had a lot on my mind so (laughs) this man decided to make a video of what of him walking through a store Oh God! And asked asked everybody, everybody, "What would you do if I walked past you?" Oh, (laughs) I saw that. And the responses of these of the black community were (laughs) "Chef's kiss." Yes. Then (laughs) that wasn't it. That wasn't all. 
he decides to go home and make a reply to all the responses that he didn't get that he thought he was gonna get <laughs> and that's this whole dance black twitter put this man in every single black video you could possibly think yep. of he was yep. in tony braxton he was in beyonce they put him in michael jackson's video usher when i tell you i was cackling until i almost couldn't breathe Funny. <laughs> that's what i learned black you can't mess with black twitter, black twitter. You can't <laughs> We will clap back on that ass. Yes, indeed. And I love uh, all right. So for me, as we approach MLK Day, a day that honors the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., now's the time to reflect on his message of service, equality, and community. In the spirit of Dr. King's vision, here are five meaningful ways that you can give back to your community on his special day. Did that because the day's coming up. Here we sit. All right, so number one, volunteer for a local service project. Now this could be food drives, community cleanups, let your mind wander, do the things. Number two, support a community organization. This can involve making a donation, contributing or contributing essential items or offering your skills to help with their initiative. Think like nonprofits, advocacy groups, you know, community centers, things like that. Number three, support minority-owned businesses, which is something a lot of us have a problem with, especially when it comes to charging. We will talk the talk, but then we'll go into these spaces seeking out the homie hookup, and then we left angry and upset when we don't receive them because we don't want to pay people what their worth is. We will sit there and pour money into all of these extravagant brands these louis Vuitton, mm -hmm. uh, the, like Dior. Coach, all of this but when so nigga up the street has his business and charges you twenty dollars you sitting there flipping your head all the way around because you can't seem to understand it why mm. number four share knowledge and educate consider organizing and participating in workshops discussions or seminars on topics such as civil rights social justice and or diversity and inclusion true we a lot of us have a problem with that mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to share this knowledge i don't know what it is about our community that when we get knowledge we kind of like squirrel it away gatekeeping yeah we do mm -hmm. y'all caught everything that kevin hart said except that hmm. anyways Number five, acts of kindness. I advise these types of actions for MLK Day and beyond because we live in a cutthroat world where literally everyone has to be side-eyed. So why not do something kind for those around you? You know, it doesn't have to be anything that takes you out of your way. Maybe you have like an elderly neighbor with an eyesore of a yard that you could go over and spruce up or something. I mean, you, don't get too caught up on the task itself. Focus more on the actions and the energy. That being said, Dr. King, we thank you for your contributions. And as we pivot into the If It Were Lyrics segment, we recognize and honor you right here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We'll be right back. This year, can we get a show or a movie with a full black lesbian cast? Pretty please. Y'all keep making shows with this structure. Can we get one about four masculine lesbians in New York City, D.C.? Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. I pulled this cast out of my ass, but we're gonna go with it for the sake of the video. Jonica T. Gibbs, I loved her in 20s. She can be a continuation of the same character. 
Except she's not with Ida B. She's dating Idina and she's still navigating her insecurities about openly dating another masculine woman. Sam J, she would obviously be the comedic relief. She's newly divorced and getting into all types of random shenanigans with different women. She accidentally ends up on a date with a 90 year old. She meets a woman with 15 kids. I don't know, something funny. Red Carpenter, this one would be the level-headed one in the group. An emotionally stable Joan Clayton, if you will. The others come to her for advice because she's been with her girl for like over a decade and they have normal couple problems like trying to find a black sperm donor. We need some name recognition, so Ty Young will do. Famous basketball player with a reputation for being scandalous with the ladies. Until she meets one that makes her want to settle down and then boom, that bitch breaks her heart like she's done so many other women. Ooh! Once again, I pulled this out of my ass and I know nothing about TV writing, so somebody get to it. The strike is over. But definitely she would if you were lyric. What's going on, you guys? It's your girl, Miss Lyric, and I'm back with my segment. If it were lyric. Y'all and these letters are wild. And 2024 has not disappointed me. If you guys want to continue sending your letters to me. Please send them to my DM on my Instagram or Twitter at Lyric Bravado or email me at lyricbravado at gmail.com. Now, y'all, be mindful that we have to read these, so don't be making them storybooks. Keep them short, straight, and to the point. Did you, see that meme? Did you see that meme I made when y'all be sending a word of advice yes. request with the hand? What a black podcasting. Shout out to them. Black podcasting retweeted or reposted it. It was hilarious. Oh. Yes, because that's how we be looking though. It's mm-hmm. like, we do. I understand y'all want to get y'all point across, but I don't need a whole life story. I just need a little snippet. And then okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. <laughs> But who's going to go first? Sick man, you got it? Uh, yeah, sure. I can go first. All right. Okay. This is coming from... Oh, Anana. Okay. Dear Lyric, I've been with my abusive husband for almost 30 years. I've made several attempts to leave him, which resulted in him stalking me and threatening to seriously harm me and our children. Mm. Despite all his threats and abuse, I was forced to allow him to take our children unsupervised. I would end up going back so I could be present when he was around the children. Our youngest just moved out and surprisingly my husband has calmed down. I'm going to leave and I'm looking for a place out of the state where he won't be able to find me. Honestly, I'm terrified. How do I move somewhere new and start all over again? What you mean, how? <laughs> listen, listen, honey. It sounds like you got a nest egg. You tried it once. It didn't work out. I don't know if you got the police involved or whatever the case may be, but use your resources. Yes, indeed. That's my best yes. advice to you. There are plenty of domestic violence groups for that are created for women in special cases of these that work with the police and will even help move you to a different state so that he will not be able to contact you nor find you. Now, this is what you're going to have to do. It may be lonely for a little bit, but you're not um, to tell anybody where you're going. Only you should know and the people who are moving you should know. Once you get to telling family members, especially even sometimes your own mom, 
Because, you know, us in the black community, we all some old, oh, stay together with that man. That's a good man, Savannah. No, it's not. No, it's not. He's not no good man if he's sitting there whooping your ass and being disrespectful in front of you and your children. Right. You know what that reminds me of? It's best for you and your children. If he's already threatened you once, take that threat serious. Because 2024, people are crazy. And I feel as though anybody is capable of doing stuff like that. Right. You know what that reminds me of? Oh, do what Peaks. you need remember, to do. Peaks? Yeah. Remember, talking about um, Peaks? Peaks Palmer? Mm-hmm. We talking about her? No. No, no. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. no, no I heard of her. This is when I, when you're saying that, it just reminds me of the movie, um, What's Love Got to Do? Oh, was absolutely. Trying to leave, and she called her mama, and, and was mama like, I'm coming. coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, I what that's what happens. We as a black community, sometimes we will fail each other in trying to give the wrong type of advice. Yes. Stay with that man. Work it out. Everything mm-hmm. cannot be worked out. Sometimes you have to be separated from a person for the betterment of you and your mental health. And that is quite okay. We got to get away from that narrative where we stick together through anything and everything. No, no, that's not the way it is. That's not healthy. That's toxic. And you cannot properly raise children in a toxic environment on the strength of your family thinks that you should stay together or your pastor or whoever the case may be thinks that y'all should stay together and work it out. If it's not working and you've exhausted all of your options for as getting therapy and counseling leave because you never know the last time you trust that man he might kill you in your sleep and take the whole family with him I've seen it I've seen it so my best advice to you anonymous pack up your stuff even if you gotta do it if he's away do what you have to do leave yeah. But also, honorable mention to her because, or to this person, she said she was a she, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, on, you know, honorable mention to her because half of the battle is detaching yourself emotionally from that person. Absolutely. That's what keeps people in those bad situations. So, you're already making progress by just simply understanding, recognizing, and having the willingness, willingness to move on so congratulations for that definitely yeah because that could be hard too you want to go back because of the kids and this that and the third girl now Mm-mm, it's not worth it we gonna kill you child right right exactly. all right okay i got one more for you all right and this is coming from okay Dealer, I'm a single parent raising five young kids alone. I own my home, I have a good job, and have done well financially. Five years ago, after several years of making bad financial decisions, my parents showed up. You said what? I said, and decisions without condoms. Jesus. Anyway, five years ago, after several years of making bad financial decisions, my parents showed up at my doorstep. Their house has been foreclosed on. I had given much advice leading up to it. I have also offered them advice since then to help get them on their feet. Little of it has been taken. Living with them has triggered issues from my childhood, most of which they contribute 
well, contributed to, but take no responsibility for. They do pay a little to me and rent to help with housework and sometimes watch my children. But past issues are still evident. But I don't want the example around my kids. I've made clear four months. Hold on. I've made clear four months that they have overstayed their welcome, but they argue with me and take no steps to get on their feet. I have tried having meetings with them and my siblings. These and these end in shouting matches and nothing changes. I know if I evict them, I would likely sever the relationship. Is that my only option? Unfortunately, yes. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> you made the decision to move them in knowing what their financial state was. Sometimes you have when you have when you do that, you have to make the bed and lie in it. You knew what type of people your parents were. You knew what type of example they would be around your children when you allowed them to move into your home. So now you're going to have to take the necessary steps to get them removed. Damn, That's bro, as kick, simple as that. You kicking mamas out? Damn. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm not here for, for advice. And okay. it sounds like they're doing a little too much and not enough as far as keeping up with what she, her expectations were. You should have set boundaries. And you should have gave them a time limit and got it in writing. Fuck you, mom. Mm-hmm. Your time's up. Uh-huh. Get out. And they're gonna be like, hold on, but we raised you. We raised yeah, you. They, they, yes, exactly. And you said you can't. You can't. However, once you own and you have a family of your own, that's two totally different things. Right. Yeah. Your it family is. has yeah. to become priority, other than your yep. no a child. Jeez. Yep. True. It's it's the True truth. That. It's the truth. And you know, mamas, daughters, sons. It doesn't matter who. Sometimes family can become a burden mm. on you. Uh-huh. And it can be too much. That's why I advise people, when you live with family, you're going to have to really think about it before you go through with it because it can be a lot. And I understand where she's coming from. So, yes, yeah, sis, you made that decision. You're going to have to work it out. Because, I mean, it already sounds like she had several conversations with them now, and they're not yeah. really listening to what yeah, she had to say. But she knew that before they moved in, though. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, sis, it's unfortunate. I wish y'all the best of luck. <laughs> All right. All right. So, I got one, and this is the doozy. So... I uh, see you're sitting down. You probably that's a that's a good idea. Oh All right, <laughs> dear lyric, happy new year to all three of you. Thank you for being bringing joy and getting me through the work day with your show. Aww. As I type this, I'm truly disgusted with an issue. I need your help on. My sister is a single mother. She supposedly got pregnant while out while out here on her whole shit, which wouldn't be a big deal. No way. <laughs> Which wouldn't be a big deal if I hadn't found out what I did over the holidays. Oh, Jesus. I adore my niece, and she's been the light of my life from the moment my sister got pregnant. Just to put it into context, she's four now. Over the holidays, my entire... Li- the the, uh, the niece is four, not the sister. Take a minute. Okay, okay I'm like, hold on, boy. I, I knew that. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> over the holidays, my entire family got together. I'm talking cousins, aunts, uncles, etc. 
From the second one of my cousins came into town, I noticed some strife between me and my sister where they would get together, where they would normally get together, they'd be cackling like besties. Without getting too much into detail, my cousin had a few, and I thought that this was the perfect opportunity to be nosy and find out what was going on. <laughs> well, I got more than what I bargained for when he shared with me that the last time he was in town, which was right before COVID, he and my sister somehow ended up sleeping with one another. And he is, what? in fact, the biological father of my niece. Oh. I am shook. For context, he isn't our biological cousin, as he was raised by my great aunt after his biological mother abandoned him. I'm disgusted in so many ways, but he grew up, I'm sorry, this part I forgot, but he did grow up around us. I'm disgusted in so many ways, and it's on my heart to tell my mama. Of course, I wow. know that this will absolutely destroy our family. If it were you, would you reveal the truth, or should I keep this to myself? My sister doesn't even know that I know. What would you do? Thanks, Fatima. And yes, it's a made-up name. Uh, fix your face in this lyric. Close your mouth. <laughs> what you mean? You sleeping with your cousin? She didn't say that she was. She said. I know the sister. Yeah. Child, y'all get y'all starting to get real deep. That's, okay, so when I read this, this is why I made that meme. This so, is deep. This, this is very like deep. And I get it, they're not related by blood, but you're still family. So it should have right. been off limits, off the gate. Period. And why, Period. Is, why is this a secret? Mm. The baby's here. The baby's the yeah, proof. Four years old, right? The mm. baby is the proof. So eventually, it's going to come out in the wash. You might as well get it over with now. Mm. That's how but, I feel about it. But is it her place, though? That's what it I'm saying. It like, not be her place. See, that's I'll, a whole other thing, though. If it were me, now, well, now, see, this now, ain't me. That's what this I will say. Thing. If you ask me, I'm not going to mm. lie about it. There you go. Exactly. But I'm not going to be the one to start the drama. You, mm. I, I say that. Don't say nothing unless you are specifically asked about it. Don't lie about it. Tell the truth. I would have been like this. I would have went to both of them after I found out about that. Next day, I would have went to both of them. So what's going on with y'all? Because... I don't, y'all not acting the way no y'all normally act when mm -hmm. we all come and together. So what, what's going on listen, with both of y'all? Listen, I would definitely talk to both of them. Listen, yeah. I know what's going on. Mm. And I know what you did the last pandemic. Wrong as hell. Mm. Had no business getting together, <laughs> yeah. but now we got to look past that because the baby is here. It's here. So this is yeah. what's going to happen. Mm. If I'm asked about it, I'm not going to lie about it. Right. Right. So what I would recommend you to do is to sit the family down and tell them what happened on your own record. Because I would hate for somebody to, somebody else who ain't me, because it might be another family member who knows who's waiting to spill that tea. Spill the tea. Nobody can ever spill my tea. I'm going to reveal what I need to reveal before you can say anything. But it's because not her tea, it's, it's her it's sister's extra tea. extra shade added on to it and all of that stuff. No, ain't nobody have time for that. The family, the family needs to know. Wow. Mm-hmm. They do. I agree. That's, I agree. 
I, I feel like that's how you get people mingling with family because you don't know this person is married to this person and this cousin is this cousin and stuff. That's why we have family reunions. So we know. That's the purpose of family reunions. I feel one like people should wear signs. <laughs> so, I that's mean. one of the purposes for family reunions, for people to know who is who. True. So you're not out here having, you know, exactly with your cousin. Exactly. Not knowing. Now, I must say, I'm not really surprised by this because, and I'm not going to name names, but mm-hmm. I do know of a brother and a sister mm-hmm. who had dealings with each other. Oh! Virginia. Oh. Raised, they were not raised in the same household. And they didn't find out until after the fact. But oh after the fact of them even knowing that they were blood, brother, and sister, they still dealt with each other to the point where they started having children. What was the nationality of these people? Black. You get on my nerves. You said what? Yeah. They were black. They were oh. black. So we can't we can't say we don't do stuff oh. no more because listen. No, we definitely I can. I can hurt. emphatically say it out of my mouth. I do not do that. My black. Oh, what you <laughs> mean you we can't? Oh, yeah. Can I say? Oh, black people don't do stuff like that. No, we can't. Because huh. trifling is contagious. It's more common amongst the Caucasians. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> trifling huh. is definitely contagious. Wow. But, but that's all for oh. this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the advice that I gave. <laughs> if you want to continue to get your stories heard, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at lurkbravado at gmail.com or hit me on my Twitter or my Instagram at lurkbravado. Till next time. Bye. Right. Next time. Next time. And actually, um, up next, we're trolling with Digger Man. Yeah. Be right back. This is wild. Israel is using paid Google ads to discredit South Africa's court case and spread misinformation. Yesterday, when people Googled ICJ hearing, the first thing that appeared was a Google ad sponsored by the Israeli government advertising agency accusing South Africa of malicious blood libel. And today, when I Googled ICJ hearing, another ad by the same agency also popped up at the top of my results page. I clicked the link and a video started playing automatically stating the following. You be the judge. Israel is doing everything in its power to prevent harm to innocent civilians in Gaza and is acting according to international humanitarian law. Israel has been notifying all Gazans to evacuate to southern Gaza to a safe place with 70,000 phone calls, 14 million voice messages, and 7 million leaflets outlining evacuation plans. Hamas is violently denying its people passage by blocking roads and shooting at them. I gotta stop the video here, y'all, because I noticed something while I was watching that video. This part right here, please pay attention to the clothing on the fence and the people. Pay attention. I'm going to show it. <laughs> My God. Buying its people passage by look, blocking roads and fence. shooting at them. Y'all see the fence? Here's the original video. Like, seriously? They're going to use a video of the IOF pew-pewing 
the people from the hospital. They're going to use that and say that hummus did that. This is wild, y'all. Here's the rest of the video. Passage by blocking roads and shooting at them. You be the judge. Israel has opened escape routes for the population and is ensuring the safety of Gaza's residents while Hamas fires upon them. You be the judge. Israel has been facilitating the delivery of humanitarian aid to southern Gaza, but the vicious Hamas raids the assistance and even shoots the people in need of the aid. You be the judge. It's time to judge those who are genuinely responsible for what's happening in Gaza. The cruel terror organization Hamas. You be the judge. The website also has links to independent digital resources which have unverified claims on the 7 October Hamas-led attack on Israel, including that babies were beheaded. Internet users are used to clicking on the first few links on a results page. So the question is, how has Google approved an ad that is filled with unverified claims and worse, false information? Middle East Eye has approached Google for comment. I have a headache. Who is doing this shit for them? That's the question. Do they not realize that we all have access to phones and we have been watching these videos in real time? They gonna use a video where there was, they were the ones committing a war crime and they gonna put it in the video. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, my goodness. They are working in overtime, overdrive, <laughs> to make sure that the American people don't wake up to what the fuck they have been doing. Because they know eventually these politicians are going to have to listen. Because they don't want us to burn it down. Not are we going to burn it down? I can't tell you. I don't know when enough will be enough for the American people. I don't know what it will take for us to burn it down. But I do know one thing. These colonial settler project countries do not want their population to get fucking mad and start doing some fuck shit. Because they need our money. They need our labor. They need us to remain in the dark so they can continue going into our pockets and stealing and unaliving. Oh, this propaganda shit makes me so fucking mad. But we keep talking. We making them spend money, y'all. So <laughs> let's, let's keep let's keep making them spend money. I can't believe. I mean, I can't believe it because they that stupid. They that damn stupid. <laughs> oh my God. At this point, the land that was created in 1948, their government officials and their arms that do their propaganda are as dumb. <laughs> as the fucking Trumpers in this country. My goodness, they could be cousins. <laughs> If it's on your timeline, he's already seen it. Time to troll with Tigger Man. Hey, 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 welcome to a new segment of Trolling with Your Boy Tigger Man. Now, when I say trolling, I'm talking about trolling social media for celebrity gossip, international news, local news, and also what's going on in your bedroom. How about that? Okay. Oh. 
So first we have uh, uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> She's getting a little annoyed with her fans, I guess. And annoying. Because you said what? And annoying. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that, Cardi. But anyway, she's getting annoyed because I guess her fans don't believe that her and Offset has broken up. And she keeps saying, yes, they are. So she got mad and went to Twitter and tweeted, I must be a little toxic because I enjoy cursing y- y- y'all out today. But we not taking that into 2024. Now have a good day. <laughs> No, no, make it a no, make it a bad day. It's actually mild compared to the video she posted on social media, telling everybody to shut the fuck up. <laughs> aren't we going in though, girl? Aren't we taking this into 2024? Because, girl, I kind of feel like we are. I kind of feel like 2024 showed up. You were still doing the same bullshit that you're doing now, and here we sit. And this all this all um, started because. Um, Recently, um, her and Offset was out with the kids. And I guess, you know, paparazzi flashing pictures and, you know, they posted on social media and comments, oh, Cardi and um, um, Offset still together. Look at them with the kids and da-da-da-da-da-da. And, of course, you know, the fans comment. And so I guess she got tired of it and was just like, listen, we are not together. We just spend the time together with our children. Exactly. But we are not together. And that's but, you know that's co-parenting. What's wrong exactly. with that? Because it's a it's it's not such a basic concept for bird bitches. Because bird bitches will he look at this and go, bitches. "Oh, they still they still together. They, they still with one another." Because y'all bird bitches don't sit there. Y'all will sit there and alienate your children from their baby's father, from their baby's mother, <coughs> or whatever, because of your personal beef, but won't be in their lives. So you yeah, this right. is a foreign concept to what would be Cardi B fans, because what? It's Cardi B fans. Do we no. really expect something higher of their caliber? Exactly. Or a higher caliber? We don't. And we gotta think, this day and age, people live off the drama. They claim they don't want the drama, but as soon as something pops up for a celebrity, oh, they, they on it. Mm. Like white on rice. Mm. So there's nothing wrong with a black man being a father to his children. Let's do that. Right. Let's try it. Cat said that too. Y'all didn't pick up on that. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Next up, we have Kanye West. Mm -hmm. So Kanye West just launched the latest revolution in women's fashion: his newly released Yeezy Pods. Oh, which God. are biking the interests of women who don't want to stand up in the hills all night. So these, okay, I, I'm pretty he, sure y'all saw y'all seen them. Yeah. And, I ain't seen them, but been, I know I'm not wearing them. Been wearing them. He's been wearing them, and his, his girl been wearing them too. They to me, they look like socks. You say, that's what they are. Shoes, they're you say, shoes, but they look like socks. You said they're called Yeezy Pods. Yeezy Pods. All right, I'm googling them now. What? Yes. They're called they Yeezy look Pods. exactly like them damn Super Mario ass <laughs> shoes he had uh, a couple of years ago that they saw him in. People them big red them. shoes. They look like they look like they hurt. They look like oh my god. They look like socks. To me. They, black socks. Why are they pointy? What? You making these this footwear, but you got your wife walking barefoot out in public. This is right. what they look saw like. I a video of them leaving a restaurant. Yeah, there they go. They the, look like socks. And, and the child ain't had no shoes on whatsoever. No, you see them, Miss Lyric? So I'm like, 
Why? <laughs> Lyric, you see these? Who this for? Mm. I'm not doing that with y'all. I'm yeah, not doing that. Said I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing this with y'all. But anyway, but anyway, he just released them on his um his website, Jeezy.com, no, and they're going for two hundred dollars. Okay. Guess yes. who will not be paying two hundred dollars for these? Even on, I'm looking right now, and they're on Etsy. They're pretty much every. Oh Lord, somebody done got an Etsy damn store with the damn Yeezy. <laughs> they they are on StockX for six ninety nine on uh, Style no. Casual Hell for five forty nine. No. Hold on, eBay got them used for a thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. I wish they they your blackface would. Exactly. Jesus. They tripping. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, next we have uh, Tony Braxton. Okay, so I'm pretty sure y'all heard that. Um, Supposedly, she got secretly married to Birdman in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So she went to social media. She just recently went to social media and was like, she did not get married. She don't know where that came from, but they are not married at all. So everybody out there that keeps saying that, she's not married. Um. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I just, if Beyonce did something like that, like, I would expect it, but Tony Braxton, she's yeah. a little bit like she don't care that y'all know her business. Exactly. So I don't know why rumors would surface like this to where she would even have to like. I feel like she would be sitting there flaunting it in front of y'all's faces if she actually did it. I feel like it would be televised. I, do. I don't care what y'all mm-hmm. talk about. Listen, let's make a coin off of this. Exactly. They have a whole show. Exactly. That one would be on the daggone show. And I heard that I heard that they're supposed to be bringing it back. Oh God, please, mm-hmm. the Braxton family, mom, please no. And I feel like it would be a special. Tony Braxton's um, yeah. Mary gets married, mm-hmm. or whatever if they were going to call it. I feel like it would be one of those because if it ain't about a dollar, it don't make sense. Exactly. That's what, and you know um, that family's about that coin. Yep. That's, that's what um, Candy did on um, Housewives of um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Gucci Man and his wife did that too. Yeah. Oh, yep. Sure did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure did. What's well, her name? Kior, Kior, whatever her name was. Keisha Kior. Yeah, yeah. Keisha Kior. Yeah. The only people that really hide, as far as celebrities, the only people that really hide, like marriages like that, are people that keep y'all out their business, anyways, or. Yeah. Or you do have like certain situations that you run into, like uh, Kenya and her African man that uh, oh, you know that she was dealing with while he was still yeah. mm-hmm. But exactly, mm-hmm. child, please. But anyway, we have okay. Allegedly. Next we have. Uh, okay, have y'all Thank have y'all you. seen the um the color purple mm-hmm. movie? I have. I haven't seen it yet. And let okay. me tell you this. I, uh, First if, off, if Sierra had showed up at the beginning of the movie, I'd have yo, turned it off. I didn't realize that was her. And <laughs> I'd have turned it. I would like, have on, turned it off. Sierra. <laughs> I said, hold on, wait a minute. That's Sierra. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, Boosie. So Boosie took his little Lord. Boosie took his daughter. Right. Boosie then took his daughter to go see the goddamn color purple and walked out of the movie with him. He said he left out of the movie because it seemed like a gay love story. It's always been. Good acting, but whoever wrote the script is pushing the narrative hard. As a parent, I will not let my little girl watch this film. But I feel like Boosie has been around since the inception of the first movie. I feel like that happened. 
Some I feel people like haven't seen the first movie though. Some people aren't cultured enough to watch it. But if you are I'm claiming being thrilled, to be, that's no shade. That's fine. But if you're claiming to be that responsible parent, which he is not, but let's say, just for example, that you are claiming to be that responsible parent, then measures are usually taken in the beginning steps to where you're not then leaving a theater after the fact. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like true. that's what responsible parents do, Boosie. Let's talk about that. Yeah. You know I'm a drag him. No, but he didn't he didn't stay for the whole movie. He after he after he saw that scene, he, oh, he got up. He got up and left out and was like, uh-huh. I understand. But why but is this it is that what every people time? need to realize that scene has always been in the movie. It always. has been in the movie. Especially the first it's been in the book. It just appeared. And what was even more irritating? And what was even more irritating is you uh, knuckle-dragging-ass mofos that went online (laughs) and didn't realize realize that it was a goddamn musical. It Mm -hmm. always was. What Mm -hmm. are you talking about? Like, you're just dumb. Oh, I didn't realize it was a musical. Like, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm just baffled that a lot of y'all have not discovered the miracle that is Google. Because it's right there. It's at your fingertips. That yep. same little phone that you do to post ignorant shit about the movie is that same tool that you could have used prior to going to find out something about it. Right. right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not to mention the fact, why is it, Boosie, that every time that we hear of you since you got released, you gotta be it's talking some about homophobic yeah. bullshit. Yep. How is. is this? And I'm glad that T.S. Madison dragged the fuck out of him. T.S. Dra- Maddie dragged the mm-hmm. fuck out of him. And he looked <laughs> goddamn dumb because he tried to come back with a rebuttal. And you're not going to come for T.S. Madison like that because she will drag you yep. back the car up and run you over again because mm-hmm. that's how she rolls. Yep. And I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, okay, so next we have uh, oh Michael Jackson. Is he in the news? Rest his soul. But anyway, he has a, a, a there's a biopic movie that's going to be um coming out. It's going to be released in April. Another oh, one? Not, not this year though. April um 18th of 2025. Yes, it's going to be a biopic. Um, <laughs> you stupid. And um, his nephew, Jafar, Jafar Jackson, will be portraying him in the movie. That's the son of Jermaine Jackson. Of course. So I can't wait for that to come out. I, I got to see it, even though I've seen so many, so many of his biopics. So, but still. Let's no. leave Michael alone. Please. I can't leave him alone. Leave his legacy yeah. alone. Y'all been, but yeah. the way that y'all dogs, um, yes. Whitney Houston's movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I continue. Listen, leave these people alone and let them rest in peace. For right. sake. I mean, I'm sorry that y'all are running out of material in Hollywood and you can't just make a creative movie on your own. But leave these people who are no longer with us the fuck alone. I am right. tired. Y'all right. don't even get the right people to play these motherfuckers. Oh my God. And why does everything have to be a remake? Can we get somebody up there that has an original thought, an original idea? Can exactly. we do that? Not to mention like Michael and Whit, like you said, they've been sitting there doing disrespectful shit to them since they died. Like the year Michael Jackson died and was up for Artist of the Year, y'all gave that shit to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. The fuck, no oh, goofy ass. And then she's sitting there doing that same ass. Oh my God, I can't believe I won. Goofy ass surprise smile that she does every single award show. Like she ain't got her people in the back 
moving exactly. these numbers and making it happen. Exactly. So, that girl wins. She wins every year. Every year. And she every year she act goofy and surprised. I'm over yeah, I'm like, it. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm over but, it. But speaking of Jermaine Jackson, mm-hmm. the older brother of Michael Jackson and founder member of the Jackson Five, he has been hit with a sexual assault lawsuit. He's been accused of sexually assaulting a woman in the 1980s. Jesus, I didn't know it was mm-hmm. then. I thought it was a little bit yeah. more recent. It was said that Jackson forced himself into the plaintiff's home and was forced in violence sexually assaulted the female. Mm. During the assault, um, I guess the, the girl said she feared for her life or whatever, so he did what he had to do to it, then he left out. And so now she's still one of them. You feared for your life? Yes. I mean... From 1980? Yes. Uh, okay. So for 40 years you held on to <laughs> and ain't say nothing. I'm just, not going to do that. You know what? Yep. I'm going to leave it alone and I'm going to let I, the... I'm not leaving it alone. I'm not going to leave it alone. She said I'm not leaving it alone. I'm in a bad spicy mood already. Mm. Listen, y'all got to start speaking up. Stand up. Stand up. When things happen, take your little time to heal. But don't let 40 years go by. 40. 40. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm 40. And then, yeah. 1983. And it seems like after Cassie did this, like then everybody's way. coming out saying stuff now. Mm. I'm, I'm serious. That's what it seems. And I'm and I have been a victim of sexual assault. And so I'm telling you, stand up. Don't mm. let people just go about life years and years and years and years and years down the line yes. because it takes away from people's real cases and stuff. Sometimes it does. Yeah. Yep, it does. Because yep. nobody knows who to believe. Yeah, true, yep. but in theory, oh, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'm not touching years, that. 40 years, and that's just like, I don't believe all of those victims from Bill Cosby. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I do not. I do not. I'm mm, so sorry. Because that's a, that's a big gap of time. A big gap of time. At some point, if you really feared for your life, you're going to do something about it right fucking then and there. If it's a real fear for your life, you're not going to suffer yes. after 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in other news, um, uh, um, Alaska Airlines is moving to compensate passengers affected by a recent plane door incident. According to the Wall Street Journal, the airlines informed flight 1282 travelers of this compensation hours after the plane made an emergency landing. Um, so basically what happened was several minutes after takeoff, like six, well, it was like 16,000 feet in the air, the plane's plug door and the window popped off. Jesus. So they, <laughs> yes. So they had to do an emergency landing. Some of the passengers, um, well, yeah, they had to do an emergency landing. And so now the airline is compensating them with $1,500. Hold on, I almost got And a refund out. for their flight, right? And a refund for their flight. $1,500. Yeah, and some of the um, the passengers was like, no, that's not enough. We, we need more than that. You almost need a more than that. My wig could have been done. I need that $1,500 just for my wig back. Uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Can you unfold 
playing out. Exactly. Hell no, you ain't gonna give me no fifteen hundred dollars yeah. if that's okay. Yeah. Bitch, I'm flying free for the rest of my life yeah. if I feel like getting on a plane. Yeah, Not the, the, sucked the out wig. And the, the plug door is located. Yeah, and the plug door is located in the back of the plane. So yeah, that that joint flew off and and the window. So you know all that pressure is pulling everything to the back. Hell no. Yep. And this plane was leaving from Oregon, heading to California. No, but you know what? Lyric makes a good point, though, because, I mean, that is a lot of shit. Like, 1500 doesn't even compensate for the things yeah. that you lost. What if your phone got sucked out? Yep. That's yep. damn near half of it right there. Mm-hmm. Not to mention your wig. What you, If you got your mouth open, your dentures then got sucked out now. Yeah, you, you know, your clothes. Like, all of that shit. Yeah. Like, everything is lost. So, and it was 16,000 feet in the air, too. Yeah, not to mention your person. Jesus Christ. What if you was holding a baby? That exactly. could, like all of these things could have happened. Your whole yep. baby could have been sucked out the plane. Yeah. And you gonna hand me fifteen hundred dollars and mm, sorry for the and inconvenience. And there was um, there's a video too because somebody they said some people were recording on their phone. I was exactly. like, how you record? I would have been freaking out. Mm. <sighs> oh. yeah. Okay. And oh gosh. And last. I have, oh gosh, Black China and her mama, Tokyo Tony. Okay, so Black China, aka Angela White's mother, Tokyo Tony, is sneaking behind the other Kardashian. Her back, Kardashian. Hopping, right, exactly. It's sneaking behind her back, hoping to get into her daughter's ex boyfriend's pants. Gross. At least that's what the leaks of the DM said. So China, a rapper, China and a rapper, Lil Twin Hector, dated for a couple of years before breaking up in 2020. But on Thursday, he confirmed his claims that Tony was sending him explicit DMs on Instagram. By posting the explicit DMs on Instagram for all the world to see. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it says Tony initially hit up Twin, apparently threatened to take a flight just to beat up her daughter, which prompted Twin to send her a passionate message asking to fill her heart with love. Wait, so they fighting over dick now, too? Child. God mm. damn. It took <laughs> look, you're right. You it fighting out, over dick with your mama. How does this right, sound? Huh? Like, let's just, let's just start there. Lord Jesus. <laughs> no, her mama fighting over dick with her. Yeah. Yeah. But why would you even entertain it? Ugh. Okay. So it turned out, it turned out to be a bait for a thirst trap. Tokyo swore up and down China was jealous of her natural body and then buried it all in the DMs in an attempt to arouse Twin. Mm-hmm. The breaking point for Twin came when Tokyo sent a clip of her while covered in blankets and pounding her pom pom. What? <laughs> She sent him a clip of a, a, a clip of her laying down in bed with a blanket on, and she was pounding her pom pom. <laughs> with what? With her hands. Oh. Um, why isn't anybody like coming out and saying that? She could possibly be suffering from some type of mental illness. Yeah, I think I'm she, really because she she's crazy. She Maybe is crazy. we need to. Maybe we need to come up with a list of people that we ain't gonna talk shit about because we know that they're going through some shit. Like, I don't right. know. I don't, I no, I'm weird. serious. I'm no, serious. I, honestly, I do. I feel weird about it. 
because that's not normal. You fighting over dick with your mama, and then your mom, uh, like, you sending pictures of uh, what? The pounding poom poom. Uh, yeah, she said she was pounding. She said she was pounding her poom poom. My timeline is not set up like this. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm know, glad I do not see strip and be a porn star, right? Uh, we ain't talking no upstanding citizens. Well, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Let me restrict that. We ain't talking about somebody that that is above. So, so I, I mean, I just, I just feel like I don't know what it's gonna take for them to heal their relationship. It seems like there's always an issue. Angela, because she don't like to be called Black China no more. Right. Yeah, she's really trying to change her life. She's, um, she got her butt implants removed. She's working on her breasts because she wants to get back into being who she is and not a character. The character was like right, China. Right. She Got wants it. to get back to be Angela, Angela White. White. So she's so been she's making been all of these positive changes to go into a, um, a better direction for herself and her life, but her mom is stuck yep. in that place Got of negativity. And that's what makes me think that there's like a mental health issue there. Because there should not be that much back and forth with your daughter, especially online. You're her mom. Regardless if she's grown or not, you should be in protective mode. You shouldn't be the one attacking your child. I agree. That said it. So, clearly, Tigger Clearly, Tigger Man's dog has had it with uh, Angela's shit, too. Right. <laughs> He said he not having it. He said he not having it. He's not. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps this week's segment. That's right. Well, gosh, I'm sorry. But anyway, that wraps up this week's segment of Trolling with Your Boy Tigger Man. All right, up next. Oh, the caucasity. Currently, there are people expressing shock that Suge and Seeley kissed in the new rendition of The Color Purple. And at the same time, conservatives are mad at Green Day because they changed the lyrics in their song to condemn Donald Trump at a recent performance. And to both groups, because it's two whole different demographics. I would have to believe that if somebody took a shit in the middle of y'all's chest, y'all would have to ask what the smell was. On one hand, we have a group of people acting surprised and offended that Green Day would criticize Donald Trump. And the very song they changed the lyrics to is a condemnation of George Bush and the American government. Andre know he was on to something when he said, y'all don't want to hear me, you just want to dance. And in regards to the color purple, from the reactions I've been seeing, I thought Celie was going to get some head. Only to see a kiss that was more subtle than the original film. They were sapphic in the book. They were sapphic in the first film. The writer of the story is sapphic, but y'all are confused that they're sapphic in this movie. In both cases, I can't believe that so many of you are just oblivious. That bias is giving you a blind spot. Having access to education and awareness, yet choosing to be closed-minded is the epitome of idiocy, and it's also at the core of conservatism, so I'm not surprised there. And even if I gave y'all the benefit of the doubt and said that maybe even though you know the characters, you're not too familiar with the story, in a movie that includes themes like incest and domestic violence, a little kiss is what gave y'all pause? Marcus has your glimpse. Without seasoning. Welcome to my new segment called Oh, The Caucasity. This is the space where we try to make sense out of the nonsense white people do. Today's topic, Trump. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? We today's topic is Trump. <laughs> Lord. We're a week or so after the anniversary of the insurrection date of January 6th, where Trump used his power, platform, and privilege to direct from what I see his old, you know, wooden tooth, bumpkin ass congregation to Mm-mm. enact violence at the U.S. Capitol. You had people storming the building, breaking in, calling the names of the people in the building, rummaging through their things, sitting at their desk. And yet we're somehow debating, somehow we're debating about whether or not his name should be included on the 2024 presidential ballot. This got all the way to the extreme, I'm sorry, to the Supreme Court. Please help me understand the logic that the Supreme Court is even hearing this bullshit because I feel like if it were me and all of this information came and we looked at this under the same context, I feel like I would just simply reply with a girl by and like just toss the, like even the inkling, the thought out of my mind. I'm just really at a loss. At this point, I truly feel, I honestly feel like Trump could get on national TV in front of an ethnic group shouting every slur in the book while he's simultaneously undressing a 10-year-old girl and openly shooting into a cage of puppies and white people would still come up with some illogical rhetoric that paints this man as some kind of a social or saint because just instead of just opening their (laughs) mouths and just saying that he and generations of people like him are the embodiment of all that is racist and all these hateful ideas that they don't want to relinquish. That is what it is. It Mm -hmm. just simply is. I feel like I'd respect it more that if it were just that, instead of this weird ass dance we do around the truth and we continue to do. So a big fuck you to all those that have voted for him and still plan on voting for him despite what we all see. The risk, the world, all of it. All of this is changing. The world is changing. The climate is changing. Everything's changing, girl. It's evolving, bitch. Catch up. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say this week on Oh, the Caucasity. Up next right. is the second half of the show. We'll be right back. You know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but these funerals are getting out of hand. Now, a friend of my aunt, she want to have a funeral for her nephew, and she want this motherfucker to be standing up. Then I asked my aunt, okay, are we going to a funeral, bitch, or a wax museum? And I get it. In certain people cultures, bitch, they want you positioned like a motherfucking mannequin. Bitch, okay, yeah, they want you just be froze and shit like you playing freeze tag and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I ain't against it. But we don't do that where the fuck I'm from. I'm from Southeast D.C., bitch. We lay down. And if I don't understand the shit, I got the right not to go to the shit. And then, you know, nowadays they want to remix these funerals and shit. They want to have the Aretha Franklin version. Bitch, long as shit, 72 hours. And then you know the body can't be out the freezer for that long and shit. You know this motherfucker been up there so long, the body start melting and shit. The face and shit running down like an avalanche. This bitch start looking like Leatherface. Bitch, uh-uh. Did we come to a funeral home, bitch, or a haunted house? 
I ain't going to that shit. Then you got that dramatic ass family member. See the face and shit dripping. She want to get up and say, oh, let me fix Leon and shit. Moving his nose from his cheek to back to the center. Oh, this motherfucking nigga is Mr. Potato Head. Then you got one of the bitches in the back pew screaming, don't touch him. Then you got the baby mother saying, bitch, you shouldn't be here. Then everybody get to arguing and fighting and shit, not realizing this motherfucker done melted into a puddle of syrup. Then you got the church nurses running around the motherfucking church looking for something to pick his body up. They finally found something. I think it was a shovel. And they done picked his body up like he a pancake. It's too much. I mean, no disrespect, but I'd just rather not go to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Nothing against what y'all like to do. I'm just a traditional bitch. Just lay my body there, let Suge every single song, and y'all go the fuck home. I don't even want y'all to go to the repass and shit, because y'all gonna be in there talking about my aunt cooking. Who cooked the chicken? Who cooked the corn? Bitch, go home cook for yourself. Thank you for coming. God bless you. That's right. We are heard pretty much everywhere. Now we our listener stats are United States, United Kingdom, Netherlands, <clears throat> Russia, Philippines, Canada, France, Brazil, Australia, Uganda, Ukraine, Kyrgyzstan, um, India, Germany, Costa Rica, Bulgaria, Argentina, Afghanistan. Girl, we there. We there. And we appreciate all of the listener stats for us here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We appreciate you for listening, and thank you even more for sharing with a friend. So, lessons learned this week. What'd you pick up on, Tigger Man? Lessons learned this week? Mm-hmm. You pick up on anything? Can't trust everyone. Ooh. Is that... Can't trust everyone. Does that have a story behind it? I have a... I have... <laughs> A group of friends. We have several groups of friends. And yes, you do. Something was told to me and one of my friends in private for nobody else to know. Okay. And the other night while I was out with that other friend, maybe it was the alcohol. I don't know. But got a little few drinks in them and start telling a few of our other friends what the other friend said, and I was just like this, just looking at him like, I cannot believe you just said that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so, yeah. yeah. Keep so, baby, you can't keep trust. trust. Mm. I feel like we knew and that. And I'm right? looking dead in his face was like, he told us that in private, and now you told these people. Mm. Trifling is contagious. Yep. Can't trust these hoes. Can't trust them. <clears throat> I would say for me, uh, learn everyone is not your friend. Yes. <laughs> Say, that. Say that. Say that. Everyone is natural friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For me, I think I learned how much I learned something about myself. I learned how much it irritates me when people say that they're something they're not. Or mm. that they say one thing and act another. Like mm. if I say yes. that I'm if hmm, if I say that for example, I'm a car mechanic, then mm-hmm. I expect you to know something about cars. I expect you to know how more than, hey, if you turn this key, it goes vroom, and then it takes us places. I expect that (laughs) to just be known. I do. And I find it more and more difficult as the days go and as more, you know, more people that I find myself being introduced to and, you know, just growing my network, that a lot of people say that they do things and that they are things that they aren't. Mm -hmm. It does not match up with the person that they are. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say that moving forward with people, if you choose to reach out, network, 
ask for interview requests, anything, please do so with the mentality that I'm not sharing or I'm not doing anything with you that I haven't already demonstrated. You can't just pop up and say that you are something that you're not. That you're not. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Miss Lyric, I uh, see you did a story time this week. I know you I learned did. something. What was yeah. it? I did learn something. I learned that when your intuition and that gut feeling about people, trust it. Mm. Because Hallelujah. it's there <laughs> for a reason. And nine times out of ten, it's not going to steer you wrong. I learned that people will put up a front and make themselves seem and appear that they are genuinely good people. And that is not the case. I've learned that even when it comes down to people in the church, they cannot be trusted. That is where I have And that's saying because they're like the main ones. Backbiting. Main ones. Mm-hmm. Hypocritical mm. things. Um, and and that's not the way it is supposed to be. You're supposed to treat people good anyway. But in church, you're supposed to be held to a standard. A standard. A higher standard. Because that's your way of life. This is what you preach. This is how you're supposed to live. So... Yes, I dealt with a situation where a lady was blatantly sabotaging things and um, we no longer are a part of that situation. But doors will continue to open. And so now I'm in a brand new situation where I feel like I can really help and be appreciated. Um, But yeah, that was really weird. And she's lucky that I am not who I was <laughs> 10 years ago. <clears throat> 10 years ago, Lyric would have marched in that church service in front of everyone and said some things. But growth. Yes. Amen to that. Good job. Alright, well, I'm not mad at that. Um, Before we pivot into the next segment, have y'all heard about the, uh, the book ban in Florida? How they're taking all those books? And, no, okay, no. so... Let me tell you about the school district in uh, Florida. They're allegedly looking to extend the state's book ban and an unexpected genre. So Florida has been doing this whole thing where they're re- revamping their educational department. So they want to eliminate things such as, uh, you know, teaching um, critical race theory. They want to eliminate things such as teaching uh, children about slavery and about you know, colonization and all of the things that all of the horrible things that white people have done, they are looking to take it out of the books. Mm. Anything that may or could be sexual or otherwise, they're looking to pretty much just take it out of books. Okay, so they want to lie. Got you. There you go. So they are now talking about including dictionaries and encyclopedias in this list. According to the list obtained by and published by a nonprofit, PEN America or Pan America, um, they're saying that eight encyclopedias and the Guinness Book of World Records is on the list of more than 1,600 books that could soon be banned in the state of Florida. This list of books was initially, obta- uh, initially obtained in the Florida Freedom 
to Read Project, a nonprofit that was started in 2021 when Florida started the, the initiate <clears throat> to ban books in schools across the state. The district has a list of books that have been formally challenged on the website as well, you know, that shows several books like basically like, uh, let's see, Lucky, uh, Sapphire's Push, Kyle Luckoff's When Aiden Becomes a Brother, which is a picture book that tells the story of a young transgender boy and his new role as a big brother. Like all of these just different books that kind of cater to children in the now of things. Like, you know, think about it like how Sesame Street decided to expand and include, you know, same gender loving parents to mm -hmm. one of their characters and things like that. So mm -hmm. any initiative to move or to grow or to expand these children's mind outside these ideals that we've held them to is being blocked in Florida. It continues to be blocked in Florida. And now they're trying to add to the list encyclopedias and dictionaries and it's just kind of left me with this 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 feeling are we here 2024 the encyclopedia the dictionary they're pulled because they may contain inappropriate material how do you not see it how are you having trouble comprehending in florida they're already trying to whitewash the history pushing things like slavery, colonization, all of it under the rug. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? It's history. But I'm, I'm being told that, you know, different kids are coming to the forefront like, oh, well, hmm, they said this about, you know, what we did. Now I'm embarrassed to be a white person. So now white children are apparently you know, allegedly saying that they are, you know, being bullied and that they're being, you know, or they feel less than great because uh. of the things that they're being taught in history. So now Florida goes, well, okay, well, hmm, you could, you know, where most people would go, okay, well, use this as an example not to be this shit of a person. Florida right. has decided, oh, well, hmm, girl, don't worry. We'll just, you know, we'll ignore it. We'll just take this part out of the books and, you know, teach you everything else. I guess. No, that's no, part of the problem. problem. You have, to, have to, know to know your history, history to be able to learn from it. From it. You exactly. can't just erase it. That's yep. not, that's doing that's a doing great disadvantage to every child, child in Florida. It really you is. You have to know where you came from. And I don't understand why they even feel like that. Who's teaching these kids in that way to where they feel bad about themselves? So you have to understand that this is history. This is what happened. But you run your life and you operate on a different wavelength than your ancestors. If you choose to. Racism is taught. It is. So if you know that it is wrong, you don't have to lead that life. You don't have to leave the life of your racist ass grandfather or grandfather. You can determine so the course better. of your life and do how better. you treat people. Yep. So, Florida, you fucking suck. I only go go there for Disney World and Goddamn Universal because the ride is fun as fuck. But other than that, I would never live there. Never live there. And if that, and if it's so much of a burden, homeschool your children and teach them what you want to do. There you go. There Don't make that a general thing to where all kids have to be affected by that. Right. And Keep your I don't kids understand. At home. 
I don't understand the point of it. Like you sat there, you sat us down and said that we need to learn about these white people in history. That's the curriculum that y'all came up with. Mm -hmm. So when you came up with this curriculum, you came, uh, we learned the truth. We learned exactly what it was. And we didn't even like in history, it was still omitted all of the terrible things that white people did to black people. And that mm -hmm. all the things that they had to do to come into power. Into this world, like all of this stuff, it was still dumbed down, and now you just want to take it completely out of history. Like, what are you really trying to do, white people? Oh, Let's yeah. just say it. Yeah, this goes yeah. back to what I, this is a callback to what I said on Oh the Caucasity because this just say that if you want to be racist, just say that. But y'all are sitting here, you continuously do the most heinous shit and then do it under this guise that oh no. We're not racist. This is just the way that it is. No. Mm -hmm. And to piggyback off of what you said, it's very light in what they're saying in history. Because I urge anybody that has not been, go to the Black Wax Museum located in Baltimore. Go down to the bottom floor and you're going to really see what white people were doing and how they were killing black people. Yes. Because it none is of this is put gruesome, in the book. Disgusting. It is that and I none have. Of the, none I of these things are put in the books. None of them. None no. of this stuff is put no, in the books. Because I totally, because I totally missed the chapter on feeding babies to alligator. Oh, That's yeah. some shit I had to find yeah. out when or I was an adult. Hanging pregnant black women up and cutting, the, cutting the baby out of them. All of it. And then yeah. you and you're mad and and you don't want your children to know that these are the things that their forefathers did. Why not? Mm -hmm. Ignorance of so that we repeat it. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that so, why do you think they were so scared of Black Lives Matter? Even though they had their little issues within that organization, they were scared because if Black people really unite and really come together in real life. All across the board, they know this nation is never going to be the same. It won't. Ever. It will not. That's why the abortion laws and all of that stuff is, is, is happening. Why? Because we are starting to mix and there's starting to be less white people than there is of black and brown people. Let's be real. That's why they want to hurry up. Exactly. So that they can still be in some way shape or form in whatever rendition of power that they have or you know the privilege that they have they mm -hmm. want to keep it they don't yeah. want to relinquish it you got yep. to sorry white people it's coming your day is coming it is mm -hmm. the day of reckoning is always said coming. It's coming. Said it's coming white people your time is up mm. uh, up next Waffle House we'll be right back Here's your periodic update on the state of reproductive rights almost a year and a half since Roe was overturned. Numbers reflect that there has not been a significant decline in people seeking abortion care. Many Americans are just forced to travel for the procedure or even more tragically to seek assistance outside of the medical industry. There have also been attempts to place restrictions on milfepristone, the medication that is used for medical abortions. It has been ruled in federal court that this pill should not be issued after seven weeks, but a stay by the Supreme Court has temporarily blocked this decision. 
Infant mortality rates have seen an increase in states that have abortion bans in place. And as I've stressed many times, this disproportionately affects black mothers and black children because racism is overworked and underpaid. The bitch clocks in every day. To the same point, Latinas have also been significantly affected by the Dobbs decision. With almost 7 million Latinas within reproductive age living in the 26 states that have abortion bans in place, they actually represent the largest group of women of color who have been affected by this decision. And according to data, abuse involving reproductive coercion has doubled since Roe was overturned. 2024 will make a full two years since the Dobbs decision was handed down. And its effects are clear. A post-Roe society is one that is unsafe for women and other folk. Why do you have roaches? The Why Files. Why do my children hate me? WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explaining the unexplained. We're answering why to the questions you want to know by taking your tweets at WRTR Radio. We take your emails at WRTRRadio at gmail.com. And we take your Facebook messages at Facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. This is the WAP Files. Remember, the truth is out there. All right, first 2024 Wild Files comes from Relly Rail from Twitter. Uh, he said this is about, he said, how come Christina, hmm, Christina Aguilera, even Madonna, how come all of these white women do this weird growl thing when they're singing? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of I mean, that, a, a lot of singers do that growl when they sing. No, yeah. I can, I can. You know, I know what? what I know exactly what he's talking about. Yes, yes. Uh, lyric does not growl. <laughs> I've never heard lyric growl. growl. I've never. It, it depends that. on. It all depends on what kind talent? of song they're singing. It all depends on talent. No, it all depends it on talent. No, no, it doesn't. No, no. You're singing outside of your range if you're growling. Listen. The only reason you no, should be growling is if you about to attack something and eat it. <laughs> I, I just feel like that's so. No, he's no. right. That's, unless that's the range that you're in and it's like a lower tone, that's the only re reason you're supposed yeah, to Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably, they, 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 some of them going lower tone, no, you they doing do too that. You're trying to show off. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a there's a difference. If you're doing it because it's part of the song and the sound and it goes with the song, but when mm -hmm. you're constantly doing it and doing it too much, yeah, too much, you're doing it too much. Period. You just around, doing it too much around the time and of that two thousand turn. I'll say Go that ahead. Christina Aguilera does. She does do that too much. Though. She does. She do do a lot of growling too, though. She does. Just like a little. She has a nice voice. And she has. Yeah, she can sing. She can sing her ass off. You don't, but if yeah. you don't have the soul, stop trying to challenge. I'm not going to give it to you, baby. It's not. <laughs> Listen, it's not. It's not. It's not. No shame. It's not. Mariah belted out. Mariah belted out all kinds of notes, and never once did you hear Mariah growl. Oh, yes, she did. Not like some that. Of her, some of her earlier songs, well, no, not like that. But some of her earlier songs, she did, she did growl. She did, she did a few growls. It's about yeah. placement, though. Exactly, it's about placement. But when it's because some people, some singers do growls where you shouldn't be doing growls. Yeah, like Christina yeah. Aguilera. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
But that's what she's known for. Her, that's what she's known for. Her growling and her belt. Wow. I, I hate it. Yeah. Stop that, girl. Because she picked yeah. up on it. <laughs> Do a three growl minimum. Mm-hmm. Yes, three yeah. growl minimum. Three that's growl. it. <laughs> and that's her album, not song. She <laughs> said her album, not song. She said her album. That is too funny. Mm. Why? Yeah. Because the yeah. truth is out because there. Because the truth is out there. So it is. Okay. All right. Who's I got one. Huh? Me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. My why is for me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. My why. Because I, I can't be bothered Ooh. with asking people I stuff. Asking Y'all be doing too stuff. much. Okay. My why is. Mm-hmm. Why. Do y'all Why still do have y'all these still kids, have kids singing these inappropriate ass songs, songs. And, then, and then you're not even keeping it private. You posting videos. You saw so that. Everybody can see. Ben and then get mad over. at the comments. Make that cool free. That's not cute. <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing that? Yes. Why is the three year old singing about popping her? Yes. And, and, and doing all of this stuff, singing yes. all these sexy red songs and lotto songs, and, yeah, and then you, you posting it, and then gonna get mad at somebody's opinion on a public post. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? Yes, Boosie, why? Why? Because it's not cute. And guess what? Yeah. I'm gonna comment every time because these ain't the kids that Whitney was singing yep. about. They are because <laughs> they are not our future. They, not the future children. No, they not. Mm-mm. And you did not, not teach them well. Oh, Y'all missed wow. that part of the song. How I'm gonna let them lead the way? And they talking about something. Oh, I wanna pop my pussy too. Whatever. And then you got the other little boys talking about some. I wanna put my shit in, a, in, in her throat. Put it in her throat. Right. If you don't yep. sit the fuck down. This is weird. Why are y'all like this? Ugh. Yes. I hate it here. Yeah, too. Just uh, the next yes. lunar shuttle. Just, uh, just sign me up. I'm going. Listen, I'm waiting for the aliens. You can have all. You can just bring me up. You can have all of my things here. Just get me out of here. The Earth is shut up. Over. Very. Why? Because the truth is out here. All right, my wife from me. I'm gonna piggyback a little bit off of lyric but my why is why do parents feel the need to embarrass their kids on social media when they have done something wrong i seen this video where this i think it was a father what what his daughter because he found out that she was um selling her body for sex are you talking about the one that was trending on twitter yeah, I think yeah, that's the one. Where he, mm-hmm. like, beat her, like, all yeah. around the room. Because mm-hmm. fi- he found out that she was selling her body. And wow. they had it filmed, and it's all over social media. I Everything guess. don't need to be filmed. It Everything doesn't. don't need to be filmed. We don't You're going to just bring your child dude in private. Yeah. Yes. I've seen another video where a mother, she um filmed, filmed um her and her daughter in the house, she actually was kicking her daughter out of the house because she found out that her daughter was having sex too. So she said, you want to oh be grown? God. You want to be grown? I'm going to show you how to be grown. You want to go out there and have sex? I'm going to show you how to have sex. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna yeah, to show you. She's like, get out of my house now. Don't take nothing that I bought for you. These clothes and stuff, I bought this. 
this, I bought this. Don't take nothing out that don't belong to you that you didn't purchase yourself. Get out. She kicked her out of the house. Mm. She kicked like her you out. You need to kick that dog out of the house. school parents. Mm. My parents would never. Would never. Yeah, I got in trouble. Yeah, I wasn't the perfect child, but they would never blast me on the internet yeah. for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Everything ain't for everybody. Yeah, right. Everything ain't for everybody. So pressed to go viral. Not for, for likes and you so pressed for yep. people to agree with you. No, right. chastise and discipline your child yep. offline. Mm. Yep. Instead of adding additional trauma to what's already going on. Already, yep. yep. And now this child is trending. She's going to be trending on social media for the rest of her life. And she's like, oh yeah, what? You the girl that... In college. Yeah. Yeah, you the girl that, oh. No, oh, ain't you the girl who mother? Yep. Ain't you the girl who father beat their ass? Yep. Yep. Not to mention the fact if that happened to one of y'all, to where if you was just in a street brawl, y'all get mad for people posting y'all street brawl when you got your ass whooped. So, uh, you know, you'd be sitting there Kitty's ready to fight. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Booty hole all showing, yep. all of that. Y'all be <laughs> mad. Y'all be madder than a heel of ants, and mm-hmm. here you sit. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I said oh. that's crazy. Why? Because the truth is out there. And that wraps mm-hmm. it up for this week's Why Files. Always answering why for you at WRTR Radio on Twitter. Send us an email over at WRTRRadio at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, WRTR Real Talk Radio, and we'll be right back with news to make you nauseous. As a feminist, I just want to take a moment and explain what sexual liberation means to me. When I reference sexual liberation, what I'm saying to women is that I support you defining your sex life and your sexuality in any way that is healthy and fulfilling for you. That means if you're able to have casual sex without bringing harm to your mind, body, soul, or the people you're having it with, then I will never shame you and I will defend you against those who do. That means if you are asexual, somebody who does not identify as a sexual being at all, and you're advocating for understanding of that, I hear you. If you are a sex worker, it is not my or anybody else's place to shame you, and I want us to remove the stigma so that we can prioritize your protection. If you're a woman who believes that your vagina is a sacred jewel only to be given within a monogamous relationship or a marriage, then I wholeheartedly support you so long as you do not shame other people for their choices. Sexual liberation means that I want women to have the full autonomy that we've always been robbed of. Free of religion that enforces a contrived idea of purity and that makes the hymens of teenage girls communal business. Free of the patriarchal myth that women can only exist as sexual beings for procreation or the pleasure of men. It means that both women and men have a full understanding of consent and what it means to be equal sex partners. It means that queer women have the safety to explore and be educated about what sex and sexuality means to us and without being fetishized. It means access to full health care, especially sexual and reproductive health care. It means understanding and acknowledging the history of sexual exploitation of black and brown women without robbing us of the right to be sexual. Lastly, it means that as a woman, you get to define what your sex life and your sexuality looks like without shame, violence, or societal conditioning. It does not mean that feminists are telling women to go fuck everybody that breathes next to them, and I would appreciate if people stop spreading that myth about sexual liberation. Thank you. News to make you nauseous on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Let's go. These are some of the stories you might not read about in the New York Times, the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal. It's news to make you nauseous. All right. Who said they was going first? 
me. Wow, I'm going right. first. <laughs> oh, now you want to go first. Uh, right. Yeah, because right, I got to right. get this out of the way because this particular story truly disturbed my spirit. And you guys probably heard about it, but I'm going to talk about it. All right. What you so, got, Mom? Say what, Houston. Say what? A Houston Galleria employee filmed himself and multiple men having sex with toddlers in his care inside the mall bathroom. I'm turning this off. Yep. The person has been charged after sexually assaulting the toddlers at the mall, not only doing that, but also recording it. What? They were assaulted by several men, and the shocking videos hit the internet. This led to the arrest of Arthur Fernandez III who worked inside a kiosk in the mall. According to court documents, Fernandez befriended the mothers of the children who also worked in the mall. When the women didn't have childcare, they often brought their children to work and Fernandez babysat them at his kiosk. When I tell you- That's problematic. That's problematic. When I tell you- I thought of all the sickening things that should happen to this man. Yes, absolutely. The footage is extremely disturbing as it depicts him assaulting the toddlers after taking them to the bathroom at various times. Even more sickening, at least seven different people can be heard making lewd comments and participating in the assault. Um, Though only Fernandez has been charged. In the videos, you can hear the multiple children screaming um, in the videos. One of them was on a table while Roman assaulted them. Um, um, pretty much pretty the much case the is unsealed, so it is known. Um, and the and FBI the has, has identified one of the kids and notified the mother. Jesus. So, so he has he been has taken into custody in December, and he remains behind bars as he should. And let me just tell you, he is not going to survive in prison because those people do not play with the whole pedo thing. You are going to die, sir. Wow. That's crazy. I say it every time. You lucky that's that crazy. it wasn't me or somebody that I know. Because you would have made it. Crazy. Jesus. Ugh. That just the whole premise of anybody doing anything with children. It just, I, I don't know what it does. It just angers me. But it also makes me look at things full circle. And I'm like, y'all are worried about the wrong shit. This is somebody mm-hmm. that they deemed as somebody that's, that was safe. That they brought around their children. I'm sorry. That they brought around their children. And they took their kids too to babysit, mm-hmm. and you still did these types of things. Meanwhile, our dumbasses are not even our, but just people. Our dumbasses are out here focusing on and making like villains out of just people trying to live their life. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know there ain't nothing but them faggots out there. Oh, you know it ain't nothing but them trans people out there. Da, 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 da. And then it's not the fags and the trans that are doing these things to your children. Yeah, because it's disturbing. It really kids is. Kids between two and three years old. Two and three years old. Same. With seven grown men. And I don't understand why the um the the I, I understand that the moms didn't have no babysitter, but why are you leaving your kids? with some rando? Yeah. Hmm. People are way too trusting. That is crazy. Way too trusting. Crazy. <sighs> All right. I'm not even letting my kids go right. to a fucking sleepover. Fucking you talking. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm next. Go for it. Okay. Say what, Europe? Say what? Okay. 
A YouTuber was arrested for dumping poo on peeps. What? <laughs> 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 okay. So a prankster was arrested in Europe earlier this move. month. <laughs> earlier this month for dumping buckets of dog feces onto unsuspecting metro passengers oh. in Belgium. Oh. All for some clicks on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> All for some clicks on YouTube. People do do it for less. <laughs> Listen, people do more for less. <laughs> Authorities in Belgium have had enough of his crap. Arresting and charging. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've had enough of your shit. <laughs> Arresting and charging the individual they named as YD with assault and battery, damage to property using violence and property damage on January 3rd, a day after he reportedly confessed to police about this prank in Brussels. It wasn't just dog feces. Cops say he hurled a mixture of diverse substances such as incre- I mean, excrement, oil, beer, water, fallen leaves, and paint at innocent bystanders. He made a whole dookie cocktail. <laughs> Listen. And threw it on people. Mm. Lock him underneath the jail. Lock him up. Right. And then, what did you say his name was? YD? What's that stand for? Yay, dude. Yeah. Like, what so, is yeah. this? So, um, since this arrest, the man has been identified as Yay, Yanike. Y-A-N-I-K-E. Yanike. On, yeah, on YouTube. Unique. Where the, where the prosecutor's office says the incidents can be traced in seven of his 16 videos. Wow. That's crazy. I Let me tell you, I would have fucked his ass up between the washer and the dryer. Mm-hmm. And then threw some his, dookie on him. And killed and his motherfucking cat. Because what? It's nasty. He titled his video Surprise Do Chef. What the hell is that? I don't know, but... Did anybody fight him after that? Or they just walked off with Doopy on their head? Oh, like, no. I need to know the details. I feel like they he should have been assaulted. I feel like that. He would, dump, he would dump the stuff on them and then start running. I would have put hands and feet on that man. <laughs> hands and feet. Yeah, some of these uh, prank videos, some of them are funny, but some of them, like, really That's test nasty. the line. Like, white yeah, people first stop. Nasty. White people, please stop with this whole I'm going to go into the hood and call people niggas thing. Yeah. Don't do that. Stop. They, they oh, you, haven't, like you haven't seen where they go into the hood and they be like doing disrespectful shit to black people? No. They'll go and like it'll be an old black. They always like going after the middle aged and uh, older black and people. Homeless. And the homeless. See, and the homeless see, people. Yes. Yeah. And the homeless. They will go they and they will do, do fuck that. shit. They know no, they think they're not going to do it. They do it for the reaction because you know an old black woman is going to cuss you out. Yeah. And yeah. they do it for the reaction because the reaction is funny and who doesn't like to see somebody getting cussed out. However, you will fuck around and get your ass beat from mm-hmm. behind that shit. It's not funny if everybody's not in on the joke exactly. with certain things. First of all, like, everything is not a prank. And we got to stop not. saying that everything is a prank because you hide it behind your racism. Exactly. You really want to say that, but since it's a prank... It's just a prank. I can get away no, with it because uh-uh. it's a prank. No, no fuck no, that. You no. really a closet racist. And you're saying what you want to say anyway. Yep. And putting shit on people is fucking up form of assault. It is. So he, he, he should get charged. He yep. definitely that should. Ass. 
after. <laughs> only after. That's only right. after is acceptable. Because mm, yes. that ass beating is definitely in the cards for you there, bro. Period. Mm-hmm. Y-D. Yay, Dookie! <laughs> uh, the fuck? <laughs> anyway. He said gay, Dookie. All right, say what? Daytona Beach, Florida. Say what? A Daytona Beach man was taken into custody <sighs> under accusations that he abused a cat in his yard last month according to the police department you know i'm in my feelings so mm. in an arrest affidavit police said that the man a 61 year old man um i'll you know anyways had been seen trapping a black cat in a small metal cage the morning of december 31st so you started oh, off your new year's celebration with this bullshit, right Put the cat while standing over the cage in his front yard. This man reportedly sprayed the trapped cat in the face and body with a high pressure hose. Oh. Are you freaking serious? See, my mind went somewhere else when you said assault. Mm, no, no. You are a mess. <laughs> I'm sure no, I could drum up some stories from that. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to avoid in 2024. And you know, cats don't like the cats don't like water. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid stories that in, include bestiality, just so we know. Mm-hmm. I know okay. Y'all, I know that y'all gonna do it in 2024, but I'm a work. I'm gonna work to actively avoid. Just those. use the mix. I'm not though, because guess what? I'm exposing. Y'all nasty ass. <laughs> but I'm exposing you. In 2024, well, I'm exposing you. And I'm dropping names, allegedly. The reports on the affidavit uh, reads, he says the cat, I'm sorry, it says the cat was unable to move freely with the trap and had no way to escape from his actions. Um, the neighbors say that they saw him drop the cat drop the cage with the cat in it like everybody knew that this was crazy. going on but of course florida so hmm, maybe they'll just that's uh, some serial killer shit yeah, it is what crazy. it is i just somebody don't crazy. do I don't him understand. like that and put his tra- ass in the cage <clears throat> drop you cousins, in the cage spray your motherfucking ass with a hose when i was younger you like hmm. when i was younger one of my cousins used to remember those um Firecrackers. Yeah, I knew you he was going to say stick it. it. He used to stick them in, in the butt. Stick it in a cat's butt and light it, it and boom. People, yep. do the, people did that shit in West Virginia also. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. That's fucked yeah. up. Yep. It really is. And I just, I've never been a fan of pranks, quote unquote, things like that. Because it's all under this guise that, oh no, we're just having fun fun. Yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. just is what it is. But you know no. what? Just like this guy, just like them people, it, never mind, let me not, because y'all already be calling me racist online. So, no. But I'm going to just and say this wasn't one of us. see people doing stuff like that. Like, That's everything's crazy. not a mind your business type of deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let people know when you, if you see them, that's, fu- that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Start saying stuff. Yep. Yep. Accountability. Twenty twenty four. No such thing. We, we don't know what that is because people are oh, holding them. Oh, but I'm going to start holding you to it. Exactly. I'm not just taking any and everything. Right. No. Hold people yeah. accountable yeah. for their actions. Yeah, I agree. If you want these and more nauseating news stories, give us a follow over on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called now at WRTR. <laughs> <laughs> 
can I'm also done. follow me. I'm at M-A-R-C-U-S-S-M-O-O-T. That's Marcus Smoot across all platforms. And you know I'm disrespectful and I'm not calling it X. So follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, at Lurk Bravado on all platforms, except for OnlyFans. That's a Tigger Man. And you can follow me, Tigger Man, on Facebook at Tony Tigger Man Nelson. And on um Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see his leather harness also on OnlyFans. As X at Tickerman82. You can see his decorative and designer uh leather harness that they're gonna want, have and him if you spinning around. Extra stuff like like Gross. he said, my harness with me with my harness on and some <laughs> other some other activities. Gross. I mean perform. Mm-hmm. Oh my Follow god. Follow me on OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't know how to segue to that, so I'm just say real talks, man. I feel like Tigger Man should create an OnlyFans. I should. I, I feel like I feel he should like like too. too. So come on, Tigger and just man, the dumbest, most outlandish shit. Really, yeah. nothing sexual. Like, watch how far so back so in my throat <laughs> I can. Uh, watch how back far in my throat I can eat this carrot. Oh uh-uh, mm. no! <laughs> I said nothing mm. sexual. Oh. Okay, well, asparagus. He should do anything opposite of what, uh, what's on OnlyFans. Yeah, see, that's like asparagus crunchy. And like, you know, it'd be like, watch me clip my toenails. Ooh. <laughs> I cannot. <don't know. laughs> I would, listen, that would be that some would be funny, funny shit. Go for it, Ticket Man. I'm, I'm here for it. Listen. I'm here for the Ticket Man uh, OnlyFans. Can I be your manager? I want to, like, I would have, like, some wow. weird shit. When they said my nieces and nephews here in D.C. was showing off in Silver Spring, Maryland on November the 17th at the Fillmore Theater at Sexy Red Concert, they was in there just to fight. They said it was about five to six fights in that place. That woman on stage and she pregnant, splitting with no socks and shoes on, just giving y'all a show and y'all fighting at her baby shower. Why was y'all out there fighting? Y'all gotta put them Percocets down and pick up them Flintstone vitamins because y'all gotta calm down. Now, come on, y'all. Why would y'all do that at that woman's gender reveal? Y'all can't be doing that. I don't want them to take the concerts and shit away from y'all. Then y'all ain't gonna have nowhere to go. And I don't know if all that skit made y'all zap out and shit, but hold your composure. Calm the fuck down. Say a prayer. Drink some damn milk. Y'all don't have to act like that. That woman up there on that stage trying to give y'all a good show shaped like an upside down golf club with the glasses of Simon from Alvin and Chipmunks on. Y'all gotta pay y'all respect and just watch the show and act civilized. Y'all don't have to do that. Please be safe at these concerts. Go to the concession stand. Get a hot dog and a large Coke. Get full. Sit down. Feel lazy. But please be safe and don't fight. Keeping it one one hundred. It's real talk. On WRGR Real Talk Radio, we keep it real. All right. So as we all know, y'all niggas been dick and clit in hand ever since Cat Williams jumped his black elf on the shelf ass up on Shannon Sharp's show, (laughs) (laughs) and it supposedly dropped the key to life that has so many of y'all being even more annoying than usual. Did y'all watch? People are in an uproar. Listen, did y'all watch the whole thing? I did not. No, I haven't. I haven't. I watched the whole thing, all three hours, and I watched it twice. 
why the first time I had to watch it to see what everybody was talking about. But then the second time I pulled up my notes app, matter of fact, and I, I took notes because I was like, we're going to talk about this on the show. I feel like I need to be equipped and quote people correctly. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I did so. Ticket Man, I know you got the deets. Well, no, you don't have the deets for the con. Uh, I figured you were going to talk about it in your segment. So mm-hmm. I was going to pivot into that. But no, okay. So if you've been under a rock or under what was, you know, out of the know, Cat Williams got on Shannon Sharp. I'm sorry. Club Shay Shay. With- <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. Help me out, because ain't he like 6'9 and bulletproof? And you, okay, that I is mean. the most zestiest Listen, I, am I have happy, ever heard. I am happy that a man is secure with himself enough to not only call his show Club Shay Shay, but then Club refer Shay to Shay. himself as Shay Shay. Sure, okay, why not? <laughs> I, I'm here for it. You know I love it. Shay Shay. Um, that sounds so good. First off, yeah, from Jump, let's just put it out there, and I'm just going to preface all this with a couple of things. First and foremost, Shannon Sharp is not equipped to even deal with somebody like Cat Williams. Mm. He's just not. Like, as far as, like, talent and ability to have an interview, that shit was abysmal. Mm. Like, if just to watch it, like, he was just saying goofy shit. Oh, man, cat, you gonna say that? I mean, it was like, it was like more so like a conversation at a family reunion rather than any kind of- Because interview. I think he's doing it because he didn't want to like- He's doing it because he's not talented in giving well, interviews. I'm not gonna say talented. He probably just- I said it. Want, Cause he probably know, I'm pretty sure he probably like cool, real cool with some of those other comedians that Cat was talking about, so he just like, oh my god! But he probably ain't want to mm. come out the he didn't want to come out the mouth wrong or, or agree to what Cat was saying and stuff like that, knowing that he know these comedians too. You know how some people do. So that's like, oh for real? Do Are I see serious? receipts? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, receipts what? Oh no, uh, I got all my notes and stuff. Like you know, Ooh. as far as yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like we're good. So Cat. <laughs> So he started the interview off drinking and talking about how strong it is. So I already knew it was going to go left. <laughs> like, I already knew from jump it was going to go left. Now, I like the fact that Cat Cape for those out here putting in the footwork and making the games. I really did. Like, he, I mean, he made it clear that he bangs for the underdog. And I share that same, like, mentality. I'm always rooting for the underdog. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um... He, he started, he was like, I don't usually talk, like, he was like, I don't usually go on shows like this. I go on Larry King Live. Oh, so, <laughs> you don't, I don't bang with y'all niggas, but I'm gonna go talk to this white man. Like, okay, sure. Um, let's see. I guess, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Okay. As of 2022, there are three, there were 306 million known Nonfiction books in the world, mm-hmm. three hundred and six million. Cat Williams says that he read three thousand books a year between the ages of eight and twelve. Now, let me just line that up for you. Eight and twelve, right? That's eight books a day, nonfiction books. 
It's not possible. Uh, uh, you would have to literally stop eight books a day, girl, every day. It depends on how fast he's, he yeah. reads, though. I, I, if y'all believe that ignorant <laughs> is. No, no. Marcus, okay. Literally. Okay. Fun fact that y'all don't even know. I you did not read 3,000 books a year. No, I used to be a rapid reader. Yes. When I was younger, I could go through them Babysitter Club books, them Goosebump books, in less than 30 minutes. Literally, said, contain everything that was in those books. He said nonfiction novels. You talking about Goosebumps. R.L. Stein. That's not the same. He's talking about nonfiction. He's talking about nonfiction novels. This is what this man said. How thick those are, it is. That's what I'm saying. It depends on how fast he Cat Williams, to me, to me, Cat Williams is intelligent enough. I believe, honestly, I believe he reads. I don't believe he read 3,000 books a year. Encyclopedia, he talked about how he read the encyclopedia. Encyclopedia, maybe. Okay, I'll give you that. But not 3,000 books a year, girl. You didn't do it. It's not there. You didn't. His his number may be a little off, but I don't doubt that he doesn't read like that. In 1979. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where? Okay. If y'all can choose to believe that bullshit, I'm not. Okay, sure. Um, if you wanted, like, then he goes, he quotes, "If you wanted me to speak more highly of you, then perhaps you should have treated me better. You don't get to narrate." my story of my experiences with you and then now here's three hours of my own narration of my experiences with other people what girl what (laughs) is this what we doing not to mention the fact ricky smiling he dragged me (laughs) did y'all hear what he said about ricky smiling God, y'all gotta go back and read. I just know. Or, y'all, I'm sorry, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta go back. Really, yeah, looked at it. I've seen bits say, and pieces of it. I heard it. Um, something about him and the role for Friday, but I didn't. I can't. I can't sit and watch three hours worth of something like I, if I'm busy doing stuff. Well, and that's most people. I will give that to you. I did it to be petty because you know I'm petty. However, a lot of people did this with the mentality that he was going to drop not like when they after they watched like bits and pieces of it whatever was showcased or highlighted mm-hmm. like the juicy parts then niggas took to the internet and completely went left with it you know the nigga went on there talking about how he um how every powerful comedian that's black has had mm-hmm. to dress up in a dress in some yeah, no, I've heard, that's I've true heard that. I've heard that yeah. and he says that he wasn't one of them so then he goes on to talk about how it, at Diddy's parties, because that's hot and trending right now, how mm-hmm. at Diddy's parties, T.D. Jakes was there and mm-hmm. all of these other people were there. Mm-hmm. And apparently you got to give up booty hole in order to be successful and black. Niggas heard the word booty hole, how he wasn't giving it up, how other people were. And apparently all logic went out the window because they heard booty hole and was like, oh, yeah. Give it up, like it was so abysmal and crazy and the responses that I saw from people just kind of left me with this kind of question mark over my head as to if y'all were paying attention to what he said nuggets that he dropped he talked mm-hmm. about y'all missed the father talk 
where he talked about how his adopted children, he, he was saying something like eight to 12 adopted, I'm sorry, eight to 10 uh, adopted children and how like the de he talked in depth about the work that he had to do and what it takes to put into raising a child. Y'all completely catapulted, completely over that fact and zeroed in and how on and how he made claims that he was the only like the only reason that people are successful is because they put on a dress or were somehow gay. Mm -hmm. Why? Because people love drama. That's if you notice, you can put the most beautiful, positive, encouraging statement on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. How much interaction are you going to get? Zero. But put that you just had to go to the grocery store and cuss this bitch out because she played with you in line. Everybody's going to give a lot. Comment. Yep. People they love will. drama. It's they sickening. do. It's sickening. That's why. Nobody cares of what a good father and role model he is to all his adopted children. They want to know about the booty hoes. Yeah, they do. And it's just weird. It's just weird. And you could clearly see, because he, like at some point in the interview, he started talking about his father and his own relationship with his own father. And you could clearly see, but more importantly, feel the hurt that that man had when he was discussing his relationship with his father. Like he kind of feared away from it. Everything else he attacked, like, you know, like straight on, like he was chomping. Mm -hmm. But then it got to like those more hurtful parts. And then you saw him retreat. You saw him like just kind of like go back and everybody else, like you said, they didn't focus on that. They didn't say, damn, there's some hurt. Maybe I could learn something or maybe I could do something different with my children. Let me see what Kat had to go through and overcome and yada, yada, yada. Like, no, no, no. They just focused on him dragging and all this other stuff, which was funny. Now, mm -hmm. getting into the drama and getting into the mix, I will say, that not one of those comedians, nobody said anything funny to refute him. Nobody really said that he was lying. Not once. They not. Because he's not a receipt. He has receipts, baby. For years. I loved it. I loved. I loved that part. Like I, I loved the fact that. He was talking about how people were back by, you know, like people were stealing jokes. I love mm -hmm. that. I love, mm -hmm. of course, TikTok. They come mm -hmm. with the receipts. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. People were TikToking all of, you know, the things that he said. And it was mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. That's, why That's why he says he feels so free to speak about anything he talks about. Because yeah. it's the truth. And he got and receipts he for everything he says. He yep. does. And he's one of them calculated mofos that just sits back watches and takes notes he reminds mm -hmm. me of me but for you know different reasons than you know the ratchet shit mm -hmm. but you know but i am calculated i do sit back and i let i'm gonna give you enough rope to hang yourself yeah. and then i'm just gonna sit there and whip it around <laughs> like it's fine you know another thing that i love about him what i love the I love fact that he gave the new and upcoming comics their flowers Yes. Without, without take, he didn't, didn't say anything wrong or take any anything, anything away to diminish their talent or anything like that. Yeah, he gave them their props. He did, and a lot of people who have done that before, who I've spoken on, who I'm not going, you know, we ain't going to speak on her, mm -hmm. but they dog people. They're jealous of the people who are up and coming. 
But I think, um, um, what is his name? Cat? No, the short, short one. Cat? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He, I think he did speak on, um, on um, Cat Williams too. I think he, he he did like a little interview or something too, and spoke on him too. And he was like, he and he was just basically saying stuff how um, he's like the only one of the only comedians that actually um, brought in like some of the um, up and coming um, comedians, mm-hmm. just like Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, it, uh, she became she started to get big because of him. And a few other people. He was just like when a lot of the other comedians and Cat, one of them, he said, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. They didn't. And they you didn't know, do that. you got the Steve Harveys and the other people like that. I mean, he went in on Steve Harvey. Woo! Yeah. And Steve <laughs> could not, there's nothing Steve could have said. Because he, he went said to that, that, day, that. When he went on that day on Toupee, I was done. Did he? I mean, that, 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 inst- that, that install. Y'all gotta watch that, that comedian. I think his name is Godfrey mm-hmm. or Jeffrey or something. I don't know how you pronounce it. Okay. When I tell you I laugh until I cried real tears, <laughs> he did the most funniest impression of Steve Harvey replying <laughs> Cat Williams. I got a tag y'all in that shit. I was dying. Definitely share it on your social media. But we also we also want to know what y'all thought over all oh, with the Cat Williams interview. You know, right. at WRTR Radio because yes, you know, yes, yes, we want your opinions and we're gonna interact. I promise to interact more with y'all. You know, unless y'all are saying this bullshit that y'all say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I guess that's it, y'all. Twenty twenty four. That's our first uh, show. Yes, we did show it. Starting out with a baby. Oh. Not literally. No, hopefully not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save that for Ticket Man's OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, hey. Ooh. Hey. Y'all look out for that. Y'all look out for that. Um, as we go into 2024, I just want y'all to keep some things in mind. What's significant about 2024? Mm-hmm. Approximately 76 countries, representing around 4 billion people, are expecting to conduct national elections throughout the course of this year, including eight of the 10 most populous countries, Bangladesh, Brazil, Pakistan, Russia, India, Mexico, Indonesia, and the US, and the United Kingdom. It's gonna be a shift. It's gonna be a lot. Be prepared, people. We got a rough one ahead of us. You just don't be blind to the fact they're ignorant to the things going on around you. Let's move for a more conscious 2024. Yes. Let's move for better decisions mm-hmm. in 2024. Let's aim for our goals in 2024. That being mm-hmm. said, I'm Marcus Smoot. I'm Miss Slick Bravado. And it's your boy Tigger Man. And we'll holla at y'all next week right here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. Bye. WRTR Real Talk Radio. Segways this week are featuring TikTok creators Goddess Mia, Chris the Author, and Lonnie B.